Hey, it's Cash Color Campus, a high level of conversation. I am your host, Mecca, and we are in Las Vegas for MJ BizCon. And I got special guests with me right now, Sasha Nugent, retail manager with the amazing dispensary called Housing Works out in New York. Um, I'd love to get a chance to talk to her about how she got involved in the industry. Um, speaking about Housing Works and just a little bit of what's going on inside New York, but without further ado, Sasha, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great. So this is your first time actually in Vegas? My first time. How you've been enjoying Vegas so far? So far, it's been a whirlwind. I've been here, I think it was up like 24 hours yesterday. Okay. But I really do like it. We got to see the sphere and, um, of course, MJ Biz is the highlight. Well, make sure you drink water because you can't be up 24 hours and just be moving like that. But this is my now sixth time in Vegas, so I'm kind of used to this. One thing I'm going to give you uh, some pointers on. Make sure you wear sensible shoes because all this walking around is crazy. Yep. Or you can rent a scooter like Herb did. At one point, he just rented one of the scooters and just drove around. <laughs> it's the Bronx in them. <laughs> but um, so you are the housing, you are the retail manager for Housing Works. Um, speak to us about how you found yourself into the cannabis industry. So um, prior to working for Housing Works Cannabis, I worked for Housing Works Thrift and I managed several of their thrift shops. And before that, I was a manager in retail cosmetics. So I have a lot of retail background experience. Um, we got into cannabis by applying for the social equity license, the yes. card license, and we were one of the first. Actually, we are the first one that was awarded. Yes. And we opened up almost a year ago um, on December 29th, and that's how we got into the space. That is an amazing, amazing, amazing story, especially knowing how hard it's been for New York to actually come online and knowing that you were the very first store, well, knowing that Housing Works was the very first store yes. to be awarded a license. What's it like making that kind of history it was really incredible and it's still like it's still kind of hard to accept that we're like we're making so much history we're making so much money and we're doing so much for our, so much for our community um, for those of you who don't know about housing works we are a nonprofit at our core we give back to people living with and affected by HIV AIDS and homelessness and that's by providing them job training housing and education so um, and that's a dope that's a dope stance that they're taking for your, what's your position itself, retail manager? For those who don't know, what does a retail manager do at a dispensary? So I am like the general manager. I oversee all operations. I hire, I train, um, I look into business partnerships. I make sure that we're in compliance with the Office of Cannabis Management. There's a lot, but I also have a great team of people to help me do it. So um, in New York right now, you know, and shout out to my man, Chris Alexander. I had a good chance to have a conversation with him a couple months ago. And he, he was speaking about the effort that New York is trying to do to bring on people who are part of the, the legacy market into this industry. But at the same time, you have this clash between retail shops that are open right now and shops that have been around for a little while. And, and it's becoming a, a, a little bit of a mess in the city of New York, especially for business on, all across the board. Speak to us about that in New York, about the clash that's going on right now to blend legacy market with the actual recreational market and how, how well it's not been going, I guess. Um, it's kind of been a, a mess um, from jump. Um, there's a lot of different things. We obviously have the illicit market that we're up against. Um, there's really no regulation there. They get a slap on the wrist if they get fined and then they're open later. As far as getting making sure that there are people who are socially or justice involved, involved in our business, that's another challenge. There was a just um, an injunction that was lifted recently, maybe on Monday, and that now allows people to open their dispensaries, but it was a long time coming. It's almost been a year, yeah. and, um, and finally that's happened, but there's still more work to be done. Yeah, clearly there's more work to be done, and the work has to be done in order to bring some of the, the legacy uh, growers and the legacy workers into this space, because it's needed. You know, one thing you always knew about New York Certain, certain slang, like I'm watching Piff become the biggest conversation right now, what Piff means. But from Branson's and people like, and just overall, New York's overall history of weed is so legendary that it needs to be on a bigger grand scale. 
Um, and as far as PIP, we do carry PIP. We have, we have PIP. I throw it out there. Um, we're, there's going to be a sour diesel drop very, very soon okay. with somebody major in a legacy market. And I think that people in a legacy finding their, their footing in the industry is very pivotal for us to be successful. You know, another thing that I want to speak about is the issues that black-owned companies have in this cannabis space, um, from funding to fighting crime. Like, often you have issues where you feel like the police are not protecting you anymore, and you just have these rampant break-ins that you're seeing across the country. What do you feel like are some of the biggest issues that, that facing black-owned businesses right now from thriving in this space? Um, black-owned businesses, well, I really want to focus on black brands itself yeah. in general and black growers. There's a lack of them, and I think that they're lacking funding. So they need support, guys, um, funding, support, and just basically some more access. So Housing Works, we made it our point to make sure that we have smaller brands, black brands, New York brands, and women-led brands, and queer brands as well, because that's the least that we can do. So what's next for Housing Works? What can we look forward to? It's about to be a new year. We got some parties happening. I know you got some drops you don't want to mention just yet, but talk to us about what's new, what's going to be coming down the pipeline for Housing Works. More business partnerships for sure. Um, we're doing our grand reopening on December 29th. We're currently under construction, but we're open. Um, and then I just want to touch on, just in case you didn't know, we are giving back to the community, continuing to do so. So 100% of our proceeds go into people living with affected by HIV, AIDS, and homelessness. Um, more delivery as well. We do delivery and expansion. And we just launched an app. So if you want to download that from the Apple Store, you can. Appreciate that. Thank you for your time, Sasha. And that's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation.